0: Hello, podcast listeners. How is your day, week, month going? I hope it's fabulous. Here in Kentucky, we are in the middle of a pretty dreary stretch of weather, and it can sometimes get you down. But one thing that always puts a smile on my face or pulls me out of a funk is some music. It's that one thing that can universally bring us all together. Lyrics that mean so much to us and a beat to a song that we feel down deep. This week, I'm sitting down with a Kentucky singer-songwriter, a Central Kentuckian at that, who is not only using his music to get people up and dance, but he's also one of the most positive people I have ever met. From WKYT Podcast, this is Uniquely Kentucky. I'm your host, Amber Philpott. Welcome in, Brett Higgins. He is a singer, songwriter. He's a native of Central Kentucky. And the thing that I love about Brett is he always usually has a smile on his face. I don't think I've ever seen him without a smile on his face. And if you need some motivation, this is the guy to go to. Brett, welcome.
1: Thank you. Hey, how you doing?
0: Uniquely Kentucky is about people that are making the place where we are live, work, and play better. Mm -hmm. And um, you are a guy that I met several years ago because you are one half of the group prototype. Yes, ma'am. And when I saw you, the one thing that struck me about you is that you were playing in a 5K, which is not the place you typically think about guys in a gig. Mm -hmm. But the look on your face... I could tell you just wanted to share your music with anybody that would listen. Is oh, that yeah. true? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially especially in the hometown. You know, it's not hometown. You're from Winchester. Winchester. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: You're repping some Winchester gear Got today. The, the LA. L.A. one. Got
1: there late on the show today. Brett,
0: talk to me about music because how long have you been with Prototype? Like, how long has that been around? So,
1: we've been we've been together. Um, I'll give you a backstory real quick. Yeah. I don't wanna, so, Steve and I, we met in 2009 in a big band. And he actually played the tuba in that band. And uh, the first song that we'd actually written together called You Are My Soul, he played the guitar on. So um, once, you know, that fizzled out, we played for until about 2013. And uh, that fizzled out just because, you know, we had lives and it was really busy and it was only two of us booking. So um, I remember a couple of years later, I was like, man, I want to get back into doing something with just just like intimate. I want to try something intimate. I'm tired of the big band thing. And I reached out to him, and we've been doing this for five years.
0: Wow. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. Um, Music is crazy nuts right now in central Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky has always been a place where we have a lot of people who are just musically gifted all the way around. But Mm -hmm. when I follow you on social media and I follow some other people, Man, the talent that's coming out of here and all genres, right?
1: All of them. All Talk of to them. me
0: about that. Talk to me about just the scene in general, because you are all over it. Like if you are yes. the pulse of what's going on, you are the guy because you are literally everywhere, like Facebook Live and everything. They
1: put me in the midst of everything because they think I can sing. So they're like, hey, man. And they like my energy. They good. love my energy. So music just makes you feel good. And mm-hmm. and the scene itself is just people aren't afraid to to do what they love anymore. And they are tired of um, they're tired of not using their voice. So it's a beautiful thing to see these people just coming out of the woodworks and people just being like, "Okay, I want to do this, too, because I can do it as well. And, And we're getting strong together. Like, that's the thing. I I tell people all the time, it's not a competition. Hmm. And once we stop treating this like a competition and actually push each other and be there to support each other, it's going to be that much better. And you don't have to go to Nashville to get really good music. You don't have to go to Indianapolis. You don't have to go to Cincinnati. It's right here in Kentucky. And it's just Booming, like it's. There's so many things I could tell you that are going on right now. I don't really want to tell you a whole lot, yeah. but I could tell you some things. So you there's know.
0: some cool things about coming. Yeah, like, oh I think that's great to hear about. Um, there's not any competition, and, and I can no. feel that, and I can sense that because sometimes you you always assume everybody is fighting for their piece of the pie. They're mm-hmm. fighting for that next gig or the best place to play. Mm-hmm. But it really sounds like collaboratively, people are just really coming together. And I yeah. notice a lot of cross collaboration. Yes. People that become friends and they. Might write together. They might sing together. They might yes. play together.
1: Yes, ma'am. There's a lot of that. Um, Donnie Bolin is is uh, a prime example of like someone that's collaborative. Steve and I, we love him. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've had him like if we if we play a show sometimes we'll have him like in the middle of a set or something like that. Just do a little something. Same with this uh, this woman named Kat Pollock. You'll hear about her as well. But. Um, Donnie and I, we he had his album. uh, I forget what the last name of his album is. Uh, It's about time, I believe. Mm -hmm. And we did a song together on there. So people were were always like, hey, you know, this has you on it. I'm not doing it if you don't come on it. So I just want you on it. if, If that's okay. So like a lot of people are doing that. And it's a beautiful thing. Where
0: does your love of music come from? Is that something that was instilled in you well, early on? Yeah. Because you exude this yeah. love for all things music.
1: So I was, I was raised, you know, in church and, and music was always something that was around. You know, my dad played piano at home. We had one of those at the house. My grandmother played the piano at the church and everybody sang, you know, that was it. That was and um, music just for me is everything. I mean, I was blessed with that gift and, um, it makes people feel good and it makes me feel good that other people feel good because I feel good because I'm doing what I love. You know?
0: What's your style of music? You guys play a little bit of everything, but do you have like a personal style?
1: So man, I, I wish I could like bottle it up. I, I say it's like an infusion of jazz, R&B, rock, pop, just all feel good. I, I just, I just like to say feel good music is is really, I don't know if that's okay for me to say, but just feel good music, really.
0: Absolutely. Get up out of your seat kind of music. Oh, yeah.
1: Get up out of your seat. You can't help but move. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You took a leap of faith um, Mm -hmm. because you were one of those people, because a lot of musicians have to do that. They gotta have a day job Mm -hmm. and then they go beat the streets playing and you took a leap of faith. So what was that like? Because that has to be so scary.
1: It's scary when, when you have someone there that's like, hey, we can do this. You know, that makes all the difference in the world. So, um, you know, when you know, when Abby was telling me, my wife was like, hey, you know, let's let's give it a try. You never know. Um, we're young enough, but we're not taking no for an answer. So and then you've got a family that supports you as well. You know, they're like, hey, go ahead. Go ahead. You know what you need to do to to get to where you need to be. And if you're, you're smart enough that if you need to do something else to supplement then you can do that, but we're here for you.
0: For that makes all the difference. For those that have no musical ability whatsoever, I mean, God bless me with the gift of gab and that's it. <laughs> what's the writing process like? Because I think that is so beautiful. When you can sit down mm-hmm. and you can pen something or you can sit down with somebody else and mm-hmm. collaborate together, what's that process like? Help me understand it. So
1: it can be different in different situations, but for me, most of the time, it just comes so naturally, especially when I was younger. I used to not be able to sleep unless I wrote a song that was on my mind. Like something would come in my head and I'd be like, okay, all right, start writing it, start writing, start writing. Like, okay, I can't go to sleep now because I'm hearing the rest of the song. I'm hearing the melody and I'm hearing the words and stuff like that. Got to get this down. And it's so crazy. Like I would sing songs when I worked at Walmart that I wrote and people are singing them. You know what I'm saying? Like the people that I work with are singing those songs. I'm like, This is crazy. This, but that means it's, it's, that means when you, when you don't have to push it, when you don't have to force it, when it just Mm -hmm. comes to you, that's the best. And, uh, I tell people all the time when you create, even if you feel like you, you're not comfortable with what is, what was created, never get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Never, ever. There's a reason that it was created. So keep it because someone out there is supposed to hear that or supposed to see that or whatever. It's like
0: your baby. Yeah. You don't want to just give it away. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I mean, I know you grew up in church and I, knew, mm-hmm. I know that you said you know, music was always around you. But do you remember that one song or moment that just kind of changed your life when it comes to music? Uh,
1: that, I, that I did mm-hmm. or just that I've heard?
0: No, just like that moment when you first really heard a song and it Oof. really touched you.
1: Golly. There's so many. Um, if I had to pinpoint one, I'd probably say human nature. Michael Jackson. Wow, uh, I, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan, and that song just the melody, the everything about that song. I was just like, I told my granddad, I want I'm Michael, I'm going to be Michael Jackson. You know, I was like four or five years old, and he's like, okay, you know, and I am doing all my moves, and he's kidding, But I'm going to be Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. granddaddy. So yeah, I think I say Human Nature. Probably. How do
0: you feel about that? That's something I, I've never had a chance to ask a, a musician. You know, mm-hmm. there's so much talk about. Should we still listen to his music? Should we still love it? You know what? As an artist yourself, how do you feel about that? Because it's a tough call. I see where people are coming from. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, you know, it's just one of those things that's always hanging out there.
1: It's, it's, uh, again, it goes back to um, there's things that are created for a reason. Mm. And um, whatever people's opinions are of whomever created what, at the end of the day, it's about what was created. And not the person. Absolutely. You
0: know? Who's up and coming right now, other than Brett Higgins? Oh. Who's up and coming right now that people really, if you had Man. to say, right here in central Kentucky, you need to go check them out.
1: Right here in central Kentucky, I can give you, I can give you a short list. There's one of them that I'm actually, that I actually have been uh, ignited into. Is that initiated into? Initiated. Okay. I said ignited. Either or sounded good to me. Well, right, okay. <laughs> uh, a group called Homegrown Headband which they are they are rock and funk and a little bit of, I mean, phenomenal. Not just because they asked me to sing with them mm-hmm. now, but uh, Homegrown Headband is, is really making some noise, really scratching the surface. Uh, Donnie Bowen, he's been around, but he's not, like, known, known. Mm-hmm. Donnie Bolin is somebody to look out for. There's um, a band that we played with the other night on the ticket, much obliged. They're from here, mm-hmm. and they are smooth. I think there's, like, a six-piece band. It. I'm telling you, this show the other night at the Green Lantern was it was ridiculous, wow. it, in a good way. Yeah. Um, let me let me try to think of one more. You put me on the spot. I know baby. that's tough. It's okay. Are your
0: buddies going to be mad at you if you picked one over the other? No, right? they better not be. <laughs> they better not be. <laughs> There's, There's no there. competition. No, no, no competition.
1: competition. Tripping trip roots. They've been around for a while, but tripping roots. You have been, I I've been. I've seen them a lot lately, mm-hmm. just
0: on your on your feet for sure. Yeah. You know that's the other thing is that especially just here in Lexington, but. Now branching out, there are so many places that cities that have mm. these breweries popping up now. Yes. There's all these places to play, yes. but you know, in Lexington, I always say the borough is kicking it. The borough um, is kicking um, it, and the, and the Green Lantern yes. always. Yeah. So there's so many. Be- so there, I'm not better. That's not the best word, but there's just a lot of places for people to get some experience and mm-hmm. get their name out there.
1: Mm-hmm. So, as the borough is up there, um, like I said, Green Lantern. Um, there's a new winery that, that the roots played at in Versailles. Mm-hmm. It's called Wildside Winery. Well, I guess it's been around, but there's new ownership and stuff like that. That's a really neat place. And especially when it gets warm, I'm sure that's going to be a really, really cool spot. Where else? Uh, man, you put me on but I can think, I can think, I can think. <laughs> Let's see. So the burrow there, there,
0: there. You're at Crewe a lot.
1: Creole. Oh man. Oh, Creole. I love Creole. I, yeah, call I call it both. I call it both. I call it both. Creo Creole is my gosh. I mean, they are it's a beautiful place, delicious food. And it's especially when it's warm outside, you know, it, it just feels like I've never been in New Orleans, but I've seen plenty of movies. It feels like you're right there. You know, it feels like you're right in the midst of all that goodness. So yeah, Creole is a really good place
0: think that it has to be pretty cool for you because let's face it, you know, everyday life mm-hmm. can be really tough some days and yeah. it can really get you down. Mm-hmm. And music is that one thing that really can bring us all together. And yeah. I would think as a musician or standing in front of whoever you're playing for, just seeing that bring people together, it's got to be an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm.
1: It is, it is. There's no feeling like it. No feeling like something again, that you create that brings others together. And it just, it feels so good. It feels so good because there's there's so much separation out Mm -hmm. there that you have to have something that can give everyone like a like a common ground or whatever. You know, yeah,
0: you have been doing gosh, you were up to like, did I see episode 150 150. (laughs) of your marvelous Monday motivation for people? Where did that come from?
1: You know what? It one day I just started hearing marvelous Monday because like a, a lot of people would be like, oh, man how do you feel today? Or how's your day? Oh, it's, it's Monday, manic Monday, manic Monday. I was like, Oh no, 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 we gotta, there's gotta be something to, to make Monday. Okay. Or, you know, at least a little boost or something like that in the morning. And you know, I was just praying about it, praying about it. And, um, I just kept hearing something like, Hey, you know, just marvelous Monday, marvelous Monday, marvelous Monday. And, uh, then I was just, I, I was getting these ideas to do a quote, do a verse, and just maybe a, some kind of little lesson or whatever happened to you for the previous week, and, you know, incorporate that into the, to the Marvelous Monday. And here we are 150 episodes later, just, I'm just carrying on the torch like I'm supposed to do, you know, every once in a while I'll get a message from someone like, you may not know that we're watching this, but... Don't stop because we are watching, we are paying attention and people, I don't believe in God or I don't believe in this, you know, but I really appreciate what you're doing and it's making me think and it's helping me. Thank you. Stuff like that. You know, I don't force religion on anybody. I don't want to, but yeah, I want everybody to know where I stand mm-hmm. and what I believe. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Like when you're, when you're doing something you're supposed to be doing, you know, you, 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 you get, feel it. Yeah. You feel it. You feel it.
0: You know, for, all the pitfalls that mm-hmm. Facebook or any really social media can take us down. That's yes. an amazing thing because yeah. you have this platform. And as you said, I'm not forcing it on anybody. It's my platform. Mm-hmm. You can choose to watch if you, if you want to, or you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I love that you get feedback though from people. Cause yeah. I think that's always cool. You just never know the one person that you might touch. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, if you've just touched one person in a day, that's it. you're that's very it. open. I also love this about you, about um, your sobriety. Mm -hmm. And you just celebrated four Four years, Four years, February 2nd,
1: February 2nd. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. So, you know, you're a young man, Mm -hmm. you're in the bar scene a lot. I can imagine that that's very tough. Mm -hmm. And if you don't mind talking about it, I would just love to know, because I think that there are a lot of people probably maybe in your situation or Mm -hmm. thinking, maybe do I need to stop? What's Mm -hmm. going on? Mm -hmm. Talk to me about that choice. Oh, yeah.
1: So, so, um, you know, when I was younger at the church I grew up in, um, we practiced Lent. And, you know, I wasn't Catholic, but people are like, are yeah, you Catholic? No. But that's a good practice for anybody, you know, to give up something for, was it, 40 days or whatever. And I remember the that last time I did it, you know, I, I texted my, I, I let a lot of people know, but especially my mother-in-law. And I was like, you know, I, hey, this is, I'm giving this up for Lent or whatever. And uh, she just sent me a message. She said, okay, good for you. She writes it down. She writes everything down. You know, she she got she all, all these she dates. It. She got well, she just like this date, he did this. You know what I'm saying? So, um, two, two. Like, I got a message on the second saying, happy four years. But uh she she's like, Okay, well maybe, you know, you can take it a step further and just give it up for good. It's not like you need it. Mm-hmm. I never said yay, I never said nay. But four years later, you know, I'm still doing I said, Oh, I said, Okay like eventually I said, okay, after a year, I'm, I guess this is, Wow. this is what I'm doing. So, and, and with the bar scene and stuff like that, um, I felt like when I used to drink, especially on stage, I would lose control. Mm-hmm. And when you lose control, you're not your truest self. So I felt like for me that took away from that. And I did not want to take away from that. And I have, you know, nephews and nieces. I want to be a I'm not saying that I'm a great example because nobody's perfect, but alcohol is something that I don't need. And I want to be my truest self when I'm on stage and without alcohol, I can be that I'm in control and it's, it's that much better. So I tell people all the time, you know, you don't have to give it up, but try doing it on stage without and just see the difference. Just see the difference. Like, There's certain people, or some people around me that are like, I think I'm gonna give it a try and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I mean, it could be a movement, I don't know.
0: Well, you have a product to put out, and Mm -hmm. so I I can imagine how your product can be completely different sober, not sober. But Mm -hmm. I've always, I love when people are so open about that because I do think, again, that's a message that you have to share. Mm -hmm. Nobody has to listen, but if Mm -hmm. they do listen, and I always appreciate that about you because. Mm I can only imagine how hard just, you know, the grind is and like figuring out where the next paycheck is going to come from Mm -hmm. and then also being there in the moment. So I've always um, thought that you talk Mm -hmm. a lot about something that is one of my most favorite things that I talk about is being a bright light or being the Mm -hmm. brightest light. Yes,
1: yes. And that seems
0: very important to you. You know, when I got in this job, I never... Dreamed that the best part of my job was getting to be a light, mm-hmm. getting to be a light for other organizations, other people. Yes, um, you know just what I represent here at the station, and I think that's so important because we all have it. And one of the things I talk about is how we really condemn our own light really quickly. Yeah, yeah, you're a bright light. How do you how do you do it day in and day out? Where's it come from for you?
1: You know what? It's natural. A lot of it's natural. I just like with with telling you know, like the writing thing, it just comes to me. It's just something that that I have. I don't know if you say it's a gift or if it's just, I don't know, but, um, people are drawn to me Mm. and that's, that's a, that's a gift. And I have to, when people are drawn to me, I have to be a light and I, I can't help it because I'm already bright. It it just happens, especially like little kids. Like I go into a store (laughs) and it's, it's like I have the brightest aura or something like that. These kids are just like, Wow. They just have this look of wow even though they can't speak. Uh, I, I guess it's just something that, that's within me that I can't explain, you know. It's just it's just something.
0: How can people be a better a better well no, I, I think know. that no, I think that's I think it's totally true because I do think that there are some people that are way more comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Some people that aren't. And that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they don't have a bright right. light. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. some. but how do you think that people can be, you know, brighter lights?
1: Um finding out what takes them away from being their truest self. Mm. That's, that's a big thing. Just like, so, you know, going back to sobri- sobriety, you know, that was when I was on stage or when I, when I drank, even socially, I wasn't my brightest light. Mm. And, you know, after, until I stopped drinking, I didn't know that. If that makes sense. Yeah. But once you realize what takes you away from being the brightest, that's when you can be your brightest light. Everybody's got a light. Everybody's light. It's just what it is that holds you back from being that.
0: Yeah. What what stops you from turning it up? Yeah. yeah right? Yeah, yeah. What has been your best moment musically?
1: Man. When my you're best on stage, you're in the
0: middle of it and you're like, whoa, this is what I'm doing. You know
1: what? I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. It I've had a lot of great moments like on stage, but probably one of my best moments musically didn't have anything to do with me performing. So I'm going to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that. Um, it was in Winchester it was street. When they used to do the street dance before Labor Day,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there was a person that was in a wheelchair and they looked like they couldn't walk at all. This music was just banging, 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 like five songs in this, this person gets up out of their wheelchair and starts dancing. That's the greatest wow. m- moment of music for me. like I, you know, we've had plenty of times where we've had folks cry mm-hmm. and come up to us after a show or whatever. And like, you just have no idea, you know, where you've taken me with these songs. It just makes them feel so good. That's great, but that moment right there is probably my favorite. So on the
0: flip side, because I've done plenty of dumb things on live television, (laughs) what's that worst moment on stage you're like, I cannot believe, or, I mean, maybe it's not on stage, but that (laughs) worst moment you're like, I cannot believe that that has just happened.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) There are so many. Uh, There are so many. Well, I mean, I I guess when I mess up lyrics and stuff like that, and uh, I just go, and I'm just like, I've made—sometimes I've made a face like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I keep going, but they can—I know they can see, like, he's got that, oh, oh, gosh, face on. Oh, my gosh, he just messed that up way bad and just keep going and just down the rabbit hole, like, mess up, mess up, mess up, mess up. But the thing about it is, you know, I've learned this a long time ago. The show goes on, so you keep going they don't know that if you're messing up. If you just act up. like you
0: know what you're doing. Yes. I've been doing that for years on this. Yes. You have do. to have that confidence about you to go let's just keep going. Mm-hmm. We'll get out of this. Ev-. The song ends
1: yeah. eventually, right? It does. It does. <laughs> it does. That's the longest song in the set though. That song seems like it's three hours long when you're messing up. But yeah, it ends. <laughs> It'll end.
0: As a singer, songwriter, <laughs> especially as a writer, mm-hmm. is it, your stuff out there floating around now on people's, so, you know, EPs, albums, wherever?
1: So we've got, we've got our first album that's that's still circulating. Cool. You are my soul. That's that's on all major platforms, um, prototype, You Are My Soul. But this album number two, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this album.
0: When does it come out?
1: So it's done. We just don't have sure. we don't have the format yet okay. of where we're gonna, you know, what platform and stuff okay. like that. So we're going through that. Hopefully um shoot for maybe April or May. I don't want to rush it. Mm-hmm. I don't want neither, neither does Steve, yeah. but I'm so excited about it. Maybe I can email you a track That's or awesome. two after, yeah. after the show. So you can, you can check. How it out do you there.
0: feel about the way music is coming out these days? Because oh, man. certainly you can get it out there, mm-hmm. but then there also are, I would say, you know, some downfalls to it as well. Mm-hmm. How does an artist feel about that these days?
1: Well, I just hope artists don't get discouraged when people aren't streaming their music and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I really feel that it's coming back around especially here to where people want that face to face interaction. So, you know, physical copies of what you've got. Mm-hmm. I wish we could I wish everybody could afford vinyl. Absolutely. I love vinyl. Oh my gosh. I love Changes everything, doesn't it? It changes, it changes it? Yeah. the game. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I think physical is coming back. And just anybody out there, I just don't, I just hope you're not discouraged if, if nobody's streaming your stuff or if you're having to have it streamed and you're not getting anything in return, just know that you're doing it for the love first and everything else will come into play. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I always like if, if I know that somebody has got somebody in their life that they should get a shout out to, um, Mm -hmm. your wife, Abby, she's Mm -hmm. an artist as well. Yes. Um, Tell me about her. Tell me about her creativity. And Man. I would think that you two probably feed off of each other oh, yeah. through that. Oh,
1: yeah. We're we're an excellent team with that. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just she's so creative and it's just beautiful to watch her like get out of this shell. You know, she didn't she's not the type that is going to be in your face. But with this, she's gotten so much confidence mm-hmm. and she it feels good to her because People feel good at what she's creating and she does not like to speak in front of people. I know Chris, Chris uh, Bentley, he had her on stage about two years ago to briefly just say how she's created and, and how she felt about it and stuff like that. Not her thing, but she did. She did great. She did great. And it was, I think in that moment, she was like, I can do this. I can do this. Brett has been telling me this for a while for a reason, Mm -hmm. So it's good to actually see like, it coming to life and, and just her reaching out to people like, hey, I can make these stickers for you. I can yeah. do this for you. Let me do that. Let me run your merch and stuff like that so you can focus about performance, mm-hmm. but you need to look good and I can make you look good. You know, yeah. and it, it's just so good to see that confidence oh, just grow, 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 grow.
0: You know, if people want to um, to find you mm-hmm. and um, you know check out the music, how do people mm-hmm. find either the music first, but yes. also then maybe where you guys are going to be playing next? Mm-hmm. How do they keep up with you?
1: So um, our next uh, prototype, our next show, we were Thursday will be at Cosmic Charlie's, and that ticket right there is hot. Oh, that's that's two other. Acts that I didn't even mention. They're going to kick No, butt. go back. Let's do so, it. Let's so, put them in. So Jen Tackett, okay, which is on the ticket as well. She's from Georgetown and Beck and Starlight Review. They're out of Whitesburg, I believe.
0: Wow.
1: Oh, my gosh. High energy from start to finish. So Cosmic Charlie's Thursday night is the place to be at 9 o'clock. We start out the show, and uh, then we'll be in Moorhead the next day in Sawstone Brewery. But yeah, that's those are the things on the rise for Prototype. PrototypeLex.com is our website, and Homegrown Headband has got some stuff in the works as well. Okay. Um, we'll be at Bar Louis on the 22nd of this month. So you know, I'm staying busy. I'm mm-hmm. staying busy.
0: Where do you see music taking you? What what's the goal for for Brett and the singer songwriter and Prototype? What's what's down the road?
1: So I really I I I hope I feel I would love to get into like the college circuit, you know, to where we can just go around and play at universities and stuff like that. I feel like that's coming. And um, this new record, uh, it's it feels like it's fresh enough for the young crowd um, as well as, you know, the demographic of 35 and up. Mm-hmm. So it, it just feels good to be. In the midst of whatever's about to happen, I just feel I feel some good things coming. That's
0: what I always say. I feel mm-hmm. like um, Kentucky, when it comes to the art scene and mm-hmm. some small businesses and what some folks are trying to do, like in Eastern Kentucky, mm-hmm. I, you just feel it. Like you feel oh, yeah. like the momentum is right there. It's like getting ready to steamroll ahead, mm-hmm. and it's going to happen. And I think music is right. That we've always been blessed to have an amazing music, amazing yes. music scene, but yes. it's right there. What do you say, Brett? As we kind of close this down, you know, there are a lot of uh, youngsters and there are a lot of um, adults right now that they've always had that dream and mm-hmm. they are just as creative as you are mm-hmm. You know, how do they make that leap? What do you say to them to kind of put that fear away?
1: First off, I know it's easier said than done but don't be afraid like you, you've, you've got this you've got this pull, you've got this feeling for a reason don't fight it just do it and if you feel like you need help or if you don't know where to turn, there are plenty of us that will be glad to sit down and talk to you. I me personally, I always put myself out there. You know, I'll let people know, young people, hey, I'm here. If you need if you need any advice, if you need to know where to go to, if you need to know who to talk to, if you need to learn something, please I don't know it. Or if I don't know it, I can get you in the right place. I know I know people and there are other people that know people that wanna help because this um I know some people feel lonely Mm -hmm. in this. It's because you feel like nobody, okay, nobody cares. Nobody's listening. Yes, they do. But if you have that, there's a whole family, a whole community of musicians that know that feeling. They've all had it at one point. So just know that you're not alone and it's okay to reach out to someone. Someone will help you.
0: Maybe if they feel a little low, they need to listen to a Marvelous Monday. There you go. Marvelous Monday. Get picked back up. Brett, yeah. I appreciate Thank you so much. I know mm-hmm. you're making Winchester proud. Oh, um, I appreciate, you know, just kind of the inside look at our music scene here and what you're doing. And folks, like I said, go check him out. Um, look him up, Brett Higgins, on Facebook, Marvelous Monday. You're going to see episode after episode. Go back and watch the old ones. You'll mm-hmm. get picked up if you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then check out Prototype also online, social media. Look him up check out the music and uh, support our local artists it's super important until next time i'll see you on the news